0: Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy Podcast by a Scooby and a newbie.
0: Got no money, honey,
1: we got Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth? Hellmouth.
0: This is Season 5, Episode 19, Tough Love, Original Air date May 1st, 2001.
1: Ooh, 1st of May. Yeah. Very good. Something special happens on that day. So as I told to you, Jonathan Colton,
0: this is the episode that uh, Buffy slowly turns to stone, as we saw.
1: Oh, that's what you told me. <laughs> yes, of course.
0: Yeah, that's what uh,
1: happened. I would take this episode over that one. I think, having good. seen what I've seen. Well,
0: yes, that's good. I mean, that's all. That's what you want. You don't want the right. garbage that I make up to sound better.
1: Because <laughs> that's happened a couple times, and that's not fun.
0: <laughs> Definitely happened in Checkpoint. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I forget what happened in Checkpoint, but I do know that Graham and rifi <laughs> wandered around the, <laughs> the woods, woods. <laughs> of Belize trying to get to the Checkpoint. Yeah. I yeah. remember that happening.
0: Yeah, it's and true. And nothing
1: else. Oh, boy. Oh, shit, Michaela. Buffy is still in university. Briefly. Briefly. They are getting her out of university <laughs> because that's finally. a smart move.
0: Oh, jeez. It's... Pretty jarring as far as scenes go, because Buffy walks in and she's like, I'm really sorry, professor, that the audience has never seen it and has no emotional attachment to, but I have to drop your class that we've never shown me going to. Right? Yep.
1: L- oh, okay. Okay, Buffy. I understand why they did this. It makes sense not to have her drop out sooner. They don't really want to be focusing on school before this, though. So the timing all does make sense. It's just like, from a narrative structural standpoint and not a logical standpoint it makes a lot more sense to have Buffy just not be in school for this year rather than have to deal with anything about school like a scene of her moving out of her dorm yeah (laughs) a scene of her quitting a class that we've never (laughs) seen her in that one time where she brought up a conspiracy theory about Rasputin (laughs) in ostensibly a history class we could have cut all of those And been none the worse for them.
0: Isn't it kind of a really important part of Buffy's personality for us to know that she's a Rasputin truther?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Possibly. And actually, I say that we'd be none the worse for missing them. But we would miss out on some fun stuff, like our first segment today, which is Buffy Speak. Say something, I'm giving up on you.
0: Oh, that's fun. I noticed that you do not have, this is really unrelated to your segment and I apologize, a picture of Buffy's hoop earrings.
1: Listen, that's fully important. I think that's worth bringing up because hoops forever, (laughs) as you say. Yeah, She's retrieved them from Buffybot
0: and now can wear them again. These are completely different hoops. She would burn anything the Buffy <laughs> Bot wore, I hope.
1: I mean, she was wearing everything the Buffy Bot wore briefly, but yes, I'm sure oh. it's all burned now.
0: Oh, just imagine all the dust she had to shake God, off it's of so, all that. So dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Oh, it's
1: terrible. Yeah. And
0: I just wanted to also point out I don't I don't know if this is the first episode necessarily, but this is the first time I'm noticing that they've just fully straightened her hair mm. before they were giving her a lot more like volume, but we're really right. getting into getting into the straight hair for everyone all the time phase of the early 2000s.
1: So I just want to be like fully clear, none of this could have waited until after the segment or anything. No. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what, yeah, I I figured. Yeah, no, I understand completely where you're coming from. I feel good
0: about my decisions.
1: (laughs) Well, that's a fascinating point you make about Buffy's hair. It is whatever you said it was. Straight. Yep. Good times. Uh, Do you want to go and revisit some Buffy speak? Sure. When Buffy says the Japanese poem that sounds like a sneeze. (laughs) Uh, Fucking love it.
0: Yeah. Yes. Because you immediately are like, oh, I get it. Yeah,
1: Haku, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I feel like Buffy in general is, like, as a show, is lighter on Buffy speak, especially first two or three seasons. And, like, going on, obviously, they develop more of a, a character for the entire writing. But it, it really gets heavier later on, as far as I can tell.
0: Yeah, they they probably have more leeway as well. To mm-hmm. be throwing words in the script that aren't really words or, I mean, to, yeah, to talk about something in a kind of a roundabout way like that. That seems like the kind of stuff that the network is going to give you notes on if you're a new show. <laughs>
1: right. Whereas if you think you're getting canceled because you are <laughs> moving networks at the end of this season or possibly just not getting renewed at the end of this season, you can sort of go for things, you know?
0: Burn it down. Is that what Burn you're saying?
1: Burn it all down yeah. to the ground. But Yeah great to see some buffy speak from this episode do we get some more a bit later maybe i don't know there's there's a bunch of good uh good stuff anya has great stuff about her communism and capitalism
0: (laughs) talk. Uh, Uh, Anya (laughs) deciding that she's an american is very funny
1: it is and i think it all feeds into what is generally widely known as buffy speak there are fewer direct instances of, of it though than I was expecting. Where it is the like Japanese poem that sounds like a sneeze or something like that.
0: They actually gave Tara a line when she was having the fight with Willow that struck me as being very Buffy speak and I can't for the life of me remember what the, she used a particular word that it really stood out to me because it sounded super weird coming out of Tara's mouth.
1: Do I act like the big knowledge woman? So, oh no, Michaela. (gasps) Ben, the cute nameless intern, has been fired (laughs) from his job.
0: How did this take this long? (laughs) Right? Uh,
1: (laughs) Well, no, it took this long because Glory is getting stronger and being more active through the day. Where previously he was a bit late or like he left a shift halfway through when he shouldn't have. Now he's just been gone for two weeks and didn't realize that it's been two weeks.
0: But presumably, Glory went from not being strong enough to take him over for an entire day, which you would also think there would be some questions about when he's missing full days of work, to suddenly two weeks
1: yeah when you're a nurse i think you might have more sort of a relaxed schedule
0: you can switch shifts with people and stuff like that
1: right and then the buffy bot gave glory the power she needed to be (laughs) glory for two straight weeks
0: gross
1: yeah something like that anyway maybe maybe she's just really mad but yeah it turns out when you don't show up for your job for two weeks straight you probably don't have a job anymore
0: and he gets all like defensive and angry about it as if he's gonna (laughs) be able to explain it away and you're just like ben (laughs) come on
1: (laughs) you're cute you're not that cute
0: buddy Yeah, so no, he's soups fired. But he's probably not going to be around much in the sense that Glory seems to be really taking over all the time. So like, honestly, what does he care?
1: Right, doesn't care at all. Yeah. And then he's packing up his stuff, but the hospital that he's just been fired from turns into Glory, which is like not super great in the middle of a hospital, especially when it turns out that she's like hungry or some such.
0: (sighs) Rotro, Well, at least the crazy person she makes will already be in the hospital.
1: Mm, that's, so that's very considerate, actually.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's like the most considerate way she could suck someone's mind out, <laughs> I guess.
1: I'm sure she's taking that well into account. <laughs> I, I think I probably skip over a few things here, but I've got Glory taking a bath after that.
0: Yeah, I've got that too. So cool. I think that's the next thing that happens.
1: And I love that all the minions have <laughs> blindfolds on.
0: Well, she doesn't want them to see her, although... I think there was another time when she didn't care. So I I don't know.
1: Right. Yeah. Towel. And then Jinx yeah. was like, or not Jinx, sorry. Dreg, the original, yeah. the OG minion. OG minion. He was afraid to touch her body because, yeah, you don't touch the goddess's body. But yeah. speaking of Jinx, <laughs> let's come into our second segment. Quick Whoa. fire round. <laughs> Narrow Escapes. Uh, no!
0: Something to do with how all of her minions seem to have survived yeah. the altercation with the Buffy bot and Buffy?
1: Well, we knew that Jinx and Merc survived that. Yeah. We then saw them going back to glory and having to explain that they'd like
0: right. they had like lost her
1: vampire. Real hard, yeah. <laughs> they lost the slayer. They lost all the keys. And then we just heard a lot of screaming from them for a while.
0: But it turns out they're okay enough at least. They're blindfolded. Maybe they have no eyes.
1: I think we... Oh, no, we don't see any eyes on them later, do we?
0: I No, I think we do see their eyes later when they're creeping around the scoobs. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> uh, I,
1: okay, I make an exasperated noise. I love seeing these stupid-ass minions who, okay, <laughs> like, dressed in brown robes, oh, their there's... faces are all fucked up so... and... Minion-y Right They're They're pitted And it looks like They have open sores And shit on their face Their noses are big And hooked And like their ears Are all crazy Their hair's Frazzled And they're just Creeping around Outside In the sun I actually get a real Hoot out of that I think that's great
0: In a On a very Well related And unrelated note This is the last episode In which Jinx appears What so pour one out for Jinx. Oh, no. But not because what? he's dead. It just no. says that this marks the last appearance of Jinx. This is like the what? only fun fact I have today.
1: Boo, that's not even fun. That's a fact, but it's not fun.
0: Well, fine. Teeks's huh. facts aren't always fun either.
1: Yeah, I would argue that. <laughs> Unless this is a Teeks fact, in which case it's 100% fun.
0: No, see, that's a double standard for facts, but yeah. that's a, it's a wiki fact, so.
1: Uh, see, wiki facts, commonly known to be garbage. <sniffs> okay, so then we are into the principal's office, and uh, I've called this, I, I like what we've both called this look that Don has going on. <laughs> yeah. You've called it Blue Steel, and yeah. I have called it Eiffel, Eiffel 65, 65
0: because... the famed
1: <laughs> creators of the song Blue.
0: So... We went in disturbingly similar, I would say, directions with it. (laughs) Yes, we did. And we also have what I would say is almost a precise exact picture. Oh, yeah. Pictures are almost identical.
1: Oh, they're so close. So what do we got on Dawn here? We've got a blue leather jacket over a turquoise (laughs) turtleneck. (laughs) And then and a blue a sparkly, hair clip.
0: Yeah, blue clip. To
1: top it all off, oh, it's and amazing.
0: I, I think we see later that she's wearing jeans, which mm. aren't technically blue, but they're she close enough. She is wearing jeans. Yeah, yeah. they're blue. So
1: they are blue jeans.
0: It's interesting. In this shot, the turtleneck looks very turquoise, but in uh, the other picture you have,
1: in the magic box, everything yeah. has been tinted green. It's when she's walking great. in, she's wearing a green leather jacket. And oh you're my like, God. what did guys color There's grading no guys she fucking <laughs> get your white, <laughs> get your goddamn uh, white alignment correct or whatever that shit is.
0: It's like you <sighs> always say this and it never changes. And yet you continue to harp on it.
1: <gasps> oh, I just feel like one day they'll have the
0: budget to do it. Nope. If they don't Maybe have the budget now. Deep like, in season five. How much money have they got? It seems like a lot.
1: I mean, enough for this garbage outfit that Dawn's wearing, certainly. (laughs) So yeah, Dawn's getting chewed out. She uh, technically hasn't been to school since her mom died or something. Or like, maybe she has a couple times, but not often.
0: Vast majority, she is not going to school and has been lying to Buffy about it. Right. Well, omitting.
1: (laughs) Technically correct. She said uh, that school was fine. Yeah. She wasn't there to directly observe this, but it (laughs) seems to be just fine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So eh, the principal is not very happy about this and uh, sends Dawn out of the room so her and Buffy can have adult talking time.
1: I've actually got a rather fun personal anecdote related to Don's situation. Oh, so I would never spread any lies, stories, libels uh, about any of the people in my life. Of so course. I'm definitely d- not talking about my sister when I say this. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, I knew this let's... couldn't possibly be a story about you. Makes no, lot I'm a narc. More sense yeah. now. Yeah, yeah,
1: uh, I'm a super narc. <laughs> so not my sister, but someone's sister. Right, I heard from a friend Mm -hmm. of a friend of mine uh back in first grade decided that she didn't want to go to french class (laughs) and so just sort of didn't and instead went to as as i've heard it again i would never spread libel as i've heard it went to the bathroom to try on makeup at (laughs) age six i believe is grade
0: one uh (laughs) It's so funny that that story's not about your sister, because it really sounds like <laughs> something your sister would do, but it's definitely not about her.
1: I would never cast such aspersions on no. her. No. <laughs> um, so, so, I mean, n- not my mom, but the mom of this sister, right, <laughs> was, uh, was very pissed off at the school for, you know, losing her daughter for weeks months some long stretch of time when they just did not feel it was necessary to be like hey we don't know where your daughter is
0: yeah that's like that's a small child to just that's a small child to lose (laughs) yeah
1: yeah anyway it's just french though it doesn't fucking matter true (laughs) moving on yes right we've got the buffy having a serious adult conversation that we don't get to see and then we come into Anya talking about how she's an American she's got this green dress that's delightful and you know as she's bringing up all this like American stuff like I'm a true blue American I believe in capitalism and democracy you're like do you have a passport (laughs) do you have social insurance or social security whatever the u.s one is like are you legally able to work or if someone walks into the magic box are are you just fucked
0: she's lucky she works for giles i think is the most likely answer to all that I but guess he's a has foreigner any... he's
1: under more scrutiny as a small business owner than uh, any <laughs> any actual american right
0: it does they're sound checking like you're thinking way too much about this yeah you're right anyway yes Anya's
1: an American and that's fine I'm sure she's got all the things that go with it
0: oh it's very fun uh so in this scene Xander has gotten a haircut
1: oh thank Thank fuck lord oh my god thank god he got a fucking haircut he
0: looks a million times better so much better uh we get hashtag green mug
1: yes green mug watch
0: yeah 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 and yeah, I don't know that Anya's really interested in democracy. I think she's mostly interested in capitalism.
1: Yeah, well, she likes money. Yeah,
0: yeah. The exchange of goods for services is really up her alley.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got a, another picture. Ooh, do we have the same picture, basically?
0: Yeah, because I've got it's cow square. Close. I've called and it you've cow got tie.
1: Cow tie. <laughs> no. Is that the ascot that Buffy's wearing?
0: Yeah, so my the name that I've given the picture is pretty confusing. Yeah, I, it is. I knew that when I did it. it. So we've seen cow bag before. Yes. So I felt that just saying cow was enough. That like right. I've, I've identified that the cow bag has returned. And then, yes, Buffy's wearing her scarf very much like a tie. Mm. Just, it's just such a tie, a short <laughs> little weird tie. So And
1: it's like question mark leopard print, maybe. It's got some weird texture it on it. It does
0: have a weird pat- pattern, yeah. Yeah, it's not...
1: <laughs> mm, I'm, I'm not a Hundo Pia fan, uh, but Willow's also rocked up in something that's crazy.
0: Okay, we have seen her wear this dress before.
1: Oh, it's fantastic. It's a pink velvet dress.
0: Ooh, maybe we have it. So this dress looks incredibly familiar to me, and I could not for the life of me think why, but I think I might have just cracked it. Ooh, why? If you aren't recognizing it, there's a few options. <laughs> either it's an episode that we already watched and we already have a picture of it and that's why it seems familiar to me or it's from a future episode Mm. and it looks really familiar because of that and oh geez Mm, well this seems
1: familiar it seems similar sorry this seems similar to the dress that she wore in kidnapped that one where she got kidnapped uh, by the mayor? Which was not actually called Kidnapped, <gasps> I don't believe.
0: Yes, I think it's that. I think she's wearing this dress in that.
1: Yeah. What, what fucking episode was that? What so was that's season called? three. Yeah. Enemies? Maybe. I don't have any pictures for enemies. <gasps> was this before pictures?
0: I think that it's before pictures. Oh no, you're right. She just was wearing a very, very similar dress. I found a picture from enemies of the dress, and it is a floor-length pink velvet-ish dress. Oh my god. (laughs) But it's a different one.
1: (laughs) Fantastic.
0: Insanity. Oh Jesus Christ. And Mm -hmm. do you in your picture do you have oh almost. She's got this belt. With this gigantic pink sparkly oh, yeah. belt buckle on. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a choice for sure. <laughs> and they're back in the pink, you know. It's like she they has figure it out, choice. and then they're just they they forget immediately.
1: It's not great. And as my picture says, it goes all the way down to the all floor. This the dress all
0: the way down to the floor. Yeah. All the
1: way down. Yeah. yeah. Good good times. Okay, so what's Buffy talking about with Giles in the whole green mug watch? She's having (laughs) troubles with herself and her sister. They're not coping well without their mom. Buffy wants Giles to step in and be their new parent. Uh, He refuses because that's a bad idea.
0: It's just the worst idea. And I mean, I see where Buffy's coming from. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. She's very lost. She doesn't know what to do. And she's like, hey, Giles is a real adult who has a real adult job and who knows about the world. He can raise Dawn.
1: Yep, and Buffy's just not sure whether she can be authoritarian enough, you know, whether she can be strict enough with Dawn to make this whole parenting thing work. And you're just sort of thinking back on every interaction you've seen between them and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and you understand where Buffy's coming from because she thinks she's a big old softy. And then she steps outside the room and she starts immediately yelling at Dawn and you're like, yeah, yeah, this is what happens, isn't it?
0: And she's talking about it as if she has no way of, like, getting Dawn to do what she wants if Dawn doesn't want to. And you're kind of like, that's the trouble of being a parent for everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially And especially in Dawn's case, she, there's a god looking for her. She <laughs> Dawn has to stay with you or she'll probably die for sure. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. yeah, lay the law down and she's going to pout. But yeah, she's a teenager. She's gonna pout.
1: Well, the key to this, as in basically everything, is to is just that, is be, that a pun? Yes, sure. Okay, is it's to John be physically yeah. large and strong enough <laughs> to force the person to do what you want, oh. and then you generally don't have to force them to. But if if push comes to shove, you'll push and shove.
0: Buffy barely needs to do either of those things. She's, she
1: is strong. That's yeah, true.
0: She has super strength, right? <laughs>
1: Anytime Dawn starts disrespecting her, it's like, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? You know? <laughs> Jeez.
0: Yeah, physical intimidation, guys. That's how you get teenagers to step in line.
1: Parenting 101. Come 101.
0: on. 101. We have many children. <laughs> both of us. M- yep. Many.
1: Hordes. Hordes. <laughs>
0: Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> okay, so Glory thinks she knows who the key is. And by her lack of the use of the word Dawn.
0: you knew and, that she didn't know. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, her general sense that it's a she, I was like, who is it? Okay, it's clearly not Don. It's definitely not Buffy. So I guessed Tara, who we had not seen yet this episode. So that seemed like a not great choice until the next <laughs> second where it's Tara wearing the old Canadian tuxedo. <laughs>
0: Oh, no. I didn't recognize it as a Canadian tuxedo, which, I mean, shame on me. It's
1: darker denim on top, lighter denim on bottom. So, I mean, obviously, this is the classier version of the tuxedo with a nice orange shirt underneath.
0: Yeah, real classy. Classy Still is a Canadian
1: tuxedo, though. (laughs) Denim on top and on bottom.
0: So, you thought to yourself, gee, I wonder if it's going to be Tara. And then Willow and Tara start having this big fight. <laughs> and you thought to yourself, gee, I wonder how this is going to end for Tara. Right? Right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah,
1: it's exactly. <laughs> I, I literally wrote out Tara before seeing anything else happen. And, yeah, then,
0: and then this happened. Then Tara
1: happened, and I was like, yep, mm. fucking called it. So, Tara's classy Canadian tuxedo <laughs> is not half as classy. As what Willow's got going on, which I have titled Rap Video Part
0: (laughs) Duh. Delightful. I've called it Casual Coat. Mm. And I called it that just because she put it on so casually. Like, yeah, this is a coat I'm going to wear around for the rest of this episode. Pretty normal, right, guys? Yeah, everything about it, super cash. No big deal. It's
1: just got such huge fur lapels. So much
0: fur. And it's just also kind of a velvet... Material. It is.
1: I hadn't noticed that shit.
0: Oh, God. And, like, it has sort of an orangey pattern, I want to say, kind of on the mm. back. Neither of us really got the full effect of this entire outfit captured mm. in one picture. Because it was impossible, but... Well, it's that bananas. over the
1: over the skirt, right, or over the dress? Dress. The, oh, she's wearing over the dress. The velvet pink dress. Yeah,
0: yeah, oh yeah. No, it's just a lot happening.
1: When she's rocking some boots with it, some nice big boots. Yeah, it's, uh... What's
0: the point of boots that tall when her dress goes all the way to the ground? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I am oh. asking you.
1: <laughs> Not having worn a dress that long nor boots that tall, I couldn't hope to answer.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, so Willow and Tara are having a big ol' fight. Basically, all of their potential relationship grievances are coming out at once.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, Willow is feeling like she is not in on the whole thing that's happening with Buffy that Tara can get in on, because Tara's had her mom die, which is a terrible thing to say, and Willow knows that, and she tries to, like, step around it, but... Yeah, that's that's how she's feeling. Tara's yeah. frightened of Willow's ultimate cosmic power.
0: Because of the itty-bitty living space? Right. <laughs> right.
1: She's right to be scared of that because clearly yeah. Willow is not responsible about using it.
0: And Willow gets immediately incredibly defensive. Oh, she's
1: so defensive oh about her God. ultimate cosmic power. <laughs> she's like, I'm so reasonable with it.
0: And this is just continuing the theme of Willow not being able to, for some reason, in any way, see that her power is dangerous. Yep. I guess the best sort of benchmark we have for that is when she gave Don a spell to make zombie Joyce and thought that that was all cool and well. <laughs> well, no, sorry, it wasn't a spell. It was just a book that tells you where to find the books to right. make the zombie choice so that's not dangerous at all don's no, super reasonable fine. yeah uh,
1: i actually do like this fight i think it's well written i think it's incredibly well acted i think it's very reasonable tara's got these fears that willow is recently lesbian and will realize that she doesn't really want to be a lesbian and i'm like guys The word bisexual exists.
0: It exists. It's a
1: spectrum, guys. It's a whole thing.
0: And Tara's fears, the thing she's afraid of is that Willow is bisexual and will leave her for a man. Which Mm -hmm. is very reasonable because, and a lot of people have this fear, especially because it is easier to appear to be straight, right? Right. it's much easier for Willow to say, oh, I'll just go date a guy and then I don't have to, you know, present myself as being this thing that especially in like 2001 is going to be make it potentially harder for her in certain areas of her life right mm-hmm. but yeah they still just continue to not ever use the word bisexual which is which is so strange it's very strange
1: yeah yeah I but again I like this fight I think it develops very naturally I think there's a lack of people bringing in completely unrelated things
0: I for sure don't think it's like any of the things that are brought up are unrelated it just really mm-hmm. feels like they've and I mean Willow says they've never had a fight before yeah so it's a list of here are all the things that have built up and now they're all they are all going to come out at once
1: especially because they're all interrelated and interconnected so yeah that's uh it's really good I love that Tara gets some really dark but very funny humor in there where I saw her going for this joke when she's like I'm not an expert on losing moms I only lost the one and you're
0: like (laughs) fuck (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Tara, uh, what the hell, man? Yeah, it's great. I really like that joke. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it was so dark.
0: Yeah, she's she's trying to go for levity because she, she's trying to make Willow feel better about feeling left out of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, which I don't really think she needs to do. I mean, it's fair that Willow feels that way. Like, she's allowed to have those feelings. But I think it's also perfectly reasonable for Tara to say, like, I'm sorry you feel left out, but... Like, this is just the way it is. Yeah. You aren't no, in the dead mom club.
1: I loved her attempt at levity. It was great. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so they have this fight. The first fight of their relationship, Willow gets mad and leaves, leaving Tara to go to the fair by herself, all alone and sad. The fair that they were planning to go to in this ridiculous coat and the <laughs> fucking Canadian tuxedo.
0: Willow pulls a big old Buffy and runs away from her problems, essentially.
1: She learned it from watching Buffy. <laughs>
0: I mean, who didn't, really? Right.
1: <laughs> Buffy's been very public about how she deals with her emotions. And it yeah. seems
0: to be working out great for her. Oh, uh, yeah. So
1: good. Man, so good.
0: I really liked when Willow threw in there that she took Psych 101 and then <laughs> has her little sidebar of like, okay, I took it from an evil government scientist who was skewered <laughs> by her Frankenstein-like creation.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the, the claiming of Psych 101 as a legitimate... <laughs> source to back you up in the first place so good
0: it's such like a second year thing to say oh it is oh it's um, so actually uh, last year i took psych 101 so now i know everything about how your brain works
1: that's literally called the introduction to psychology (laughs) okay oh yeah amazing so yes big fight sad faces minions start creeping around in broad daylight and that's delightful they're spying on the summer's home because they got to go get that key right Maybe yeah. it was left pretty ambiguous as to who is actually fetching the key.
0: Yeah, you have to figure that Glory's is pretty done sending her minions to do things. Because oh, they, yeah. they really do keep screwing everything up for her.
1: Yeah, they fuck it all yeah.
0: up. And so now we get uh, another fight, this time between Buffy and Dawn.
1: <laughs> Buffy is folding a stack of tea <laughs> towels. So and as I've, as I've heard from people who have attended uh, wedding showers, you can never mm. have enough of those, you know? Never yeah. have enough tea towels. Oh, it's delightful. Right? Love it, yeah. What yeah. a lovely tea towel that is, too. Oh, it's great. The,
0: I mean, they have fun <laughs> pictures. They're basically like stove decorations, you know?
1: <laughs>
0: this beauty has four broilers,
1: a casserole indicator, a fold out ironing board, and down here, a foot soaking tub. Since as a woman, you'll be standing in front of it all day. So yes, the grown-up conversation that Buffy had to have with the principal was that if she doesn't get Dawn to go to school, she will be correctly deemed an improper guardian, unfit to (laughs) have guardianship of Dawn. And so she will lose her, which will be like the worst for many reasons, but primarily because Buffy loves Dawn secondarily because don's the key and that would be terrible
0: it's bad all around yeah it's a bad situation for don I means like you know no one wants to just go into foster care
1: no, and, no.
0: And, you know don brings up well why didn't you tell me this and buffy says i'm telling you now and you're kind of like didn't you guys have to drive home together after the meeting it Wouldn't gets that have better been than
1: that michaela it gets so better much better time. than that Because I was just listening to Into the Woods, the episode where Riley leaves. And Riley's like, we're shipping out tonight. And Buffy's like, when were you planning on telling me this? And he says, I'm telling you now. (laughs) And I'm like, Buffy,
0: (laughs) you stone cold bitch. She just thought to herself, hey, he makes a good point. That's a reasonable (laughs) thing to say. I'm going to use that in the future.
1: Uh, Yeah, looking for excuses to use it. That's I'm telling you doing. now
0: is such a dick move. God.
1: Yes, of course it is. God. It just, I'm telling you now. Oh,
0: God. It just makes me so mad to think about. Because <sighs> she's still treating Dawn like she's on some weird need to know basis. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know. Might be past that. Okay. So yeah, that, that's not going great. Uh, Tara and Willow are sad separately. And Glory sneaks up and st- Uh, Sort of snatches Tara, and I called that. She uh, she sits down beside her and holds her hand, and isn't that nice?
0: Look at how fun and multicultural the fair is. I saw a Canadian flag, a man dressed as a German. (laughs) Wait,
1: wait, wait. Okay, first off, why do you not have a picture of that? Second, can you describe what a man dressed as a German looks like?
0: In Oktoberfest gear.
1: Oh my god, oh no
0: what the fuck else would it be do we have any german listeners i hope not they have a sense of humor it's fine
1: they do don't mention the war don't mention the war
0: no. uh, <laughs> they do not have a sense of humor about that
1: there's also a chinese dragon oh yeah yeah there's some uh, other
0: shit too probably that's
1: three whole cultures it's such a multicultural fair
0: I really wish they had had a Mountie, as that is our culture.
1: Listen, Canadian flag is so much better than I was expecting to get out of multicultural (laughs) fair.
0: There was a whole series of flags. Does Canada even have a culture? We have Mounties. I just told you about (laughs) them. (laughs) And beavers and maple syrup and moose.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm not sure that's culture. (laughs) But you make a good point, and I like your gumption.
0: I think we have most of the maple syrup, don't we?
1: I think so. Yeah. Maple syrup right? the well we had that maple syrup heist which yeah, listeners exactly. if you have not heard about the maple syrup heist like a bunch of old men stole maple syrup from the maple syrup reserve. It's a thing that Canada maintains as like on, on the federal level
0: to, to make sure the stir, the syrup stock yeah, yeah. doesn't drop below oh. yeah some level I don't know. Well, it helps us control
1: maple syrup prices, yeah. And we're not talking
0: about that Aunt Jemima nonsense. No, 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 no. that is not maple syrup. No, that's just corn syrup, syrup flavored corn syrup. I don't know, it's garbage. Anyways. Okay,
1: we're massively off track because Giles is in the magic (laughs) box and he smacks a minion with the magic box door. And that is badass. He's so badass.
0: cool. Oh he's my so god! Cool. He's so cool. He just
1: opens this thing the guy's leaning on, slams it into his head, and then picks him up and drags him to a chair.
0: Oh Fuck. god! It's so cool. Because obviously the minion was lurking in the alley, trying to be mm-hmm. quiet and presumably doing a terrible job because he's just a shitty little minion.
1: Right. When Giles pulls out the uh, handkerchief of uh, ass kicking, oh, I was like, damn. "Oh, you're fucked now, buddy." Oh, this boy. minion.
0: Did a, a real fun job. I think this one is named Murk.
1: No. What? Can't be. Murk is Who? the guy from Office Space.
0: Oh, maybe not. What's his name? Slook. His name might Slook? be Slook. <laughs> oh, Sloop.
1: Yeah. Like, a, like a boat?
0: S-L-O-O-K.
1: No, Slook. What the fuck is a Slook?
0: Because the three minions that are credited in this episode are Jinx, Murk, and Slook.
1: Interesting, and I
0: don't believe that was Jinx or Murk. Then
1: no, it was not Jinx or okay. Murk. So, so yes, yeah, this definitely would have been Sluke.
0: Sluk, then there <laughs> you it. go. He has a name. <laughs> yeah, so he's making a lot of noise about how he'll never give up any information <laughs> because of his love for Glorificus. And Giles, what breaks one of his fingers? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a pansy! Yeah, gets the girls to turn around so they don't have to see anything. <laughs> And very quickly does something bad to this man that gets him to talk.
0: Yeah, he just he falls apart.
1: I kind of expected the girls to look back and just see Giles like either with a knife, having just like starting to clean it on his handkerchief, that would have been very funny. Having something sticking out of Sluke.
0: Yeah, or like Sluke's holding where his ear used to be, and there's just oh god. (laughs) Streaming yeah. down the side of his face.
1: Yeah, exactly. That would have been some blood watch, man.
0: Yeah. It's been a but... while
1: since we had... Oh, no, we got blood watch this well, episode. So Very soon. Watch.
0: I actually have a bit of a problem with our the blood watch we're about to have. Yes.
1: Okay, so yeah. Sluke is spilling all of the beans as Giles interrogates him. And we cut back to Glory and Tara. And Glory squeezes Tara's hand so hard that blood starts pouring out.
0: And I just... I was looking at my hand. <laughs> And I was thinking about how my hands put together. Uh And certainly, Glory's squeezing Tara's hand and the bones are breaking. Sure. And I guess the only way that that makes sense is that she's broken some bones and they've punctured the skin.
1: That's crazy pants.
0: But that seems like crazy pants. But that's the only way that Tara's hand is bleeding, right?
1: Yeah, it's not great. Listen, and that's what we're (laughs) supposed to take away from this. Her hand is very injured. Yeah. More than Xander's wrist level of injured.
0: Blood watch like what?
1: Blood watch, like what? Glory tastes a bit of Tara's blood, which is also important, and realizes that Tara is not the key.
0: Yeah, she thinks yeah. it's going to be yummy, yummy key blood. Right. And then it's just disgusting human blood. Oh,
1: mortal blood? Oh disgusting.
0: My God. Oh, God. If her I mean, friends,
1: if she had any, would yeah. be so horrified. She
0: better hope no one saw that. Seriously. It's such a faux pas.
1: She starts describing what happens when she like sticks her little fingies in your brain and starts wiggling them around. Yeah. And this seems like it's both her previous existence and what people start living after she fucks with them. It's very cosmic horror-y. It's good. I, I took
0: it very much as that is what starts to happen to her before, like when she starts to get super crazy and needs oh, yeah. to do her finger wiggling.
1: Yes, that is very accurate true yeah story
0: and it's very scary
1: yeah it's gross it's really good
0: yeah it is very well done and you're like shit tara i don't know that sounds pretty horrible
1: yeah you're kind of fucked man just tell her where the key is you (laughs) know what tell her you'll be fine fine.
0: (laughs) no one will blame you for your cowardice just give them the spiel that glory gave you and they'll get it
1: exactly yeah <laughs> willow shows up trying to stop glory but
0: it's like a little bit
1: too late because glory gets her fingies in there a little bit before willow does a spell
0: <laughs> i really hate fingies, fingies. yeah yeah gives yeah. her gives her things a little a little wiggle <laughs> right wigs wigs or things around that's oh yeah. God. <laughs> It's also so, so bad. I really hate the effect. I know that we've been over it before yeah, it's and it not hasn't good. changed. It's a very bad effect. But yeah, Especially uh,
1: after the great writing that talked about what happens when she does this.
0: Seeing the she hands it, in there. Yeah. They're
1: like, it just oh, well, looks well, that's so, so silly.
0: It's just not scary at all. No. Yeah, but no, Willow gets jossed super hard. And <laughs> after her first fight with Tara, then has to watch Tara get her brain fucked with by glory it's scrambled
1: up like a little bit you know how much is that gonna hurt it it's fine
0: nah she's not dead so and you can fix
1: brain things with magic super easy that's the lesson from this show right fix brain things with magic yep yeah Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And yeah, then we go to the hospital with the x-rays of Tara's hand up on there. Tara's pretty crazy. She's being kept overnight for that there psychiatric evaluation.
0: And I really felt like the impact of having one of the main characters go crazy should have been a lot more, but I just (laughs) didn't care that much. Oh, wow. (laughs) And like, maybe that makes me a terrible person. That's uh, oh, that's pretty know. harsh. I just like wasn't that affected by it.
1: <laughs> all right.
0: Uh, like if it had happened to Willow, <laughs> I just I think I would have been a lot more affected. I guess.
1: Yeah. No, I understand what you mean because Tara still has no personality that is detectable. Yeah. She's got a dead mom. She likes horses. I mean, all girls like horses, right? That's
0: true. Uh, she likes magic. She likes. She likes magic. She likes Willow. Girls. Yeah. Yeah. That's. <laughs> Doesn't like the rest of her family. That's Tara for you. Um, that's Tara. She likes multicultural festivals, probably. <laughs> so,
1: One of her great passions in life. <laughs> multicultural festivals.
0: Yeah. Yep. And I guess the emotional impact of this, it's more coming from seeing how much pain everyone else around Tara is in and how like hard it is for them to see her like that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess there's no way for me to come off being not callous about this. <laughs>
1: So while everyone's in the hospital, including Buffy, where's Donnerino, the Dawnster? What's she up she's, to? She's,
0: I mean, she's safe. She's with Spike. <laughs> Supes safe.
1: Soup's safe. I didn't talk about this last episode, but Spike's face is all fucked up from Bruised the to
0: shit now. glory yeah. things that
1: happened to it. And yeah. it's very Angel Face-esque from Fight Club, if you know oh, that character. Yes. The, the blonde yes. guy that gets beat up, of course. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. it's a blonde guy who got beat up, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> How different could it really be, right?
0: You mostly recognize people from their hair color, so I get it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Dawn's concerned about all the pain and suffering she's causing for everyone because she's like, oh, I'm probably evil. This whole key thing is garbage. And Spike's like, listen, I've killed so many people. They were finding bits of this one girl in like so many different places around town for months. It was like Easter for an entire year. You are not evil. And you're like, yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point.
0: Dawn just doesn't want to have to feel like people are sacrificing themselves for her.
1: Understandably. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, which totally makes sense. She just also is worried that the key, the energy of the key is inherently evil because Glory is evil and Glory wants it. But I don't think that that really makes any sense.
1: Now, Michaela, you, you saying that brings up a memory. It jogs a thing in my mind that yeah. I'm sure we're coming back to. We got, we got three episodes left in this season, yeah. right? Twenty twenty one
0: 22. Sure, yeah. Um,
1: how many episodes would you say that we've seen the cobs in? The Knights of Byzantium.
0: <laughs> uh, two?
1: I would say two.
0: Three? I uh... don't think three. Uh, oh, shit. No, I think it is only two. They're going to come back, for I sure. I would hope so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> because their whole thing is that they, you know, you strike one down, two more rise up. They send right? a legion, that sort of thing. So I'm assuming, A, they send a legion, B... <laughs> They show up pretty fucking soon because it's been a while since we heard from them. And they were supposed to be like the big other main force at play here.
0: So they're definitely coming back. And yeah. we've we've obviously, I mean, just to skip, I guess, to the end. The end of the episode is Glory <laughs> finds out who the key is. Yeah. So we, we're ramping from here. Yeah, holy shit. When I saw that and saw that we
1: still had three episodes left, I was like,
0: fuck, yes! (laughs) They're gonna be three episodes of some stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be jam-packed. I just love that I managed to forget about the Knights of Byzantium, the KOB, for this long.
0: Well, they haven't been around. They really haven't. For how big of a deal they made of how their number is endless or whatever... Yeah, that's. That has not been shown to be true so far.
1: It's been a full six episodes. So episode ninety-one, Blood Ties, season five, episode thirteen, was the last time we saw them, and this <laughs> is episode. Uh, this is episode nineteen. So, yeah. Well,
0: no. I mean, we had to have all those sex robots, right? So yeah, of that course. was a lot more important. than... No, making
1: sure that we had two full episodes of sex robots.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was very really, important. Really important stuff. Yeah,
1: because they've got to sort of, you know, bookend the whole Joyce dying thing. Right. That's We've... it's really resonant with the themes and the tones.
0: With the sex robots. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> so Willow is of course going to take some drastic measures. The person that she love has just been injured, and it's very on brand for her to go above and beyond in getting retribution for this.
0: No, 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 you don't understand. Buffy explained to her that it <laughs> wouldn't make any sense to do it, so then she's definitely not.
1: Uh, I love how unwise Buffy is He's in so comparison dumb. to Spike. Spike <laughs> yeah. just has such a good read on characters that he knows what people are going to do before they do it. He's and Buffy's like, just, just like, joking? no, 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> I mean, sure, I would have done this. Certainly. I've done it on several occasions. Yeah. She hasn't learned anything from me, though, has she? Oh, no, she has. When Willow busts out the big magic book that is just titled Darkest Magic with a K.
0: It's just, Fuck. With a K. Like, I get what they were trying to convey because she rushes into the magic shop and she goes up to the area that we were previously told was where all the spooky books and spooky items are Mm -hmm. right but if you don't know that the easiest way to make very clear that willow's getting into some shit is to write darkest magic on the front of the evil book (laughs)
1: love it absolutely love it Uh, i had a good
0: laugh at that darkest magic yeah
1: glory's at home gloating and willow comes in floating
0: oh okay so this is the dress you didn't take a picture of
1: oh the right red satin dress on glory so we've had several red alerts this is the second of possibly two maybe three i didn't really get a good look at the last dress she wears yeah yeah she's wearing some fantastic red dresses
0: This is my favorite one this episode. It's got some nice detailing happening. Mm -hmm. And it's more like the red she tends to wear is more of what I would say is like a fire engine red, which she definitely started off this episode uh, wearing a dress that was very just red. This Mm -hmm. is more of a wine, maybe?
1: Yes. Wine is a good call.
0: And I like it. I like that it's a bit of a different red. Got some gold in there. Very glory.
1: Yes. Also kind of the color of blood.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it matches
1: her lipstick fantastically. She's got a gold necklace on to match it. It's all good. It is all good stuff. So
0: fashionable and amazing and better. Incredible. Wearing lipstick than Buffy. Well, no, (laughs) Buffy's got it now. It's all good.
1: Yeah, it's so much better than it used to be. Oh, those were dark days.
0: Dark days. And Willow. Is doing some dark things as well. Y'all don't want to fuck with Willow
1: right now. She can float. She can shoot lightning out of her hands. She can summon snakes and make a bunch of knives fly all over the place.
0: Man, when she started to summon that snake, weren't you just like, Oh my god, I was terrified.
1: No, not another snake. Not another snake.
0: Oh, yeah, they got the black contacts in her. She's got this very spooky vibe happening. And then she goes and summons that goddamn snake. And Ugh. It was so much better than
1: I thought because it's just like a single tendril comes out up out of the ground and wraps around Glory before she manages to disperse it. I was so worried that we were going to have a ton of fucking CGI snakes up in this bitch. Oh my God.
0: Like just anaconda Glory trying to get the snake to consume her.
1: And then (laughs) she has to... Fight her way out of it.
0: Yeah, but none of this is really doing much of anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the bag of knives and the the snake are really lackluster. Super
0: ineffective.
1: She's got this one spell, the wall of force thing, that, like, glory cannot move through. That's awesome, man. That's a super useful useful. spell. Yeah. The the knives? Useless. She is impervious to these things it is fight fun fight choreo though especially as buffy shows up and like start, starts to help out but it's still not going swimmingly
0: mostly prevents glory from killing willow
1: yeah
0: yeah that's about it and then manages to run away mm-hmm. sconed with willow and willow uses her like yeah sticky sticky force field <laughs> yeah spell again to stop glory from chasing after them because she would deaths kill both of them
1: oh very much so she's a very killy person right now that's sort of how we're wrapping the episode up we go into our button which is a nice calm moment uh tara's a bit unstable still she seems to be responding to willow so like maybe it's not that bad maybe she'll recover maybe willow will have to do something really rash with magic to get her brain back together and that won't have any repercussions, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then just as we're about to say goodbye and see that all produced by Joss Whedon end credit come up,
0: oh. Glory shows up and knocks down the wall. She like rips the front off of wherever it is they're staying. <laughs> and then Tara's like,
1: "Don, look at you. You're the key. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we end. And I'm like, Shit, Yes! yes. Yeah. This is the season five I
0: came for. Yeah. None of this robot sex worker nonsense. <laughs> this, this is it. This is what Glory's been searching for the entire season. And now it's happened and you're like, but there's still three episodes left. Well,
1: <laughs> next episode, Dawn turns into a fish monster, right? And then there's right. some wacky fun around that. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that that eats up a third of the final three episodes. So that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> It's just uh, Go Fish all over again. What are the other garbage season closers that we've had? Oh, there, there a was few.
0: yes, yeah. Go Go Fish is particularly because <laughs> Prophecy
1: Girl is all self-contained, and then after that, it's uh, what's what's the season finale? Oh, season finale is becoming part one and two with Go Fish as the
0: <laughs> Go Fish leading into it. ultimate oh, one, <laughs> insanity.
1: It's absolute insanity. And then season three is graduation day. Oh, and that has prom. Yeah, that's I mean fine. that
0: at least makes sense. Yeah. from a narrative standpoint and like a high school standpoint.
1: And yeah, then season four, of course, you got your restless happening at the very end.
0: And so that's just weird formula to begin with. Yeah. And yeah, the third last episode of that season is the Yoko Factor, where arguably nothing happens. Nothing <laughs> oh permanent God. happens. Nothing that's for happens. damn sure. <laughs>
1: so this episode. is gonna be a bit
0: different from that yeah <laughs>
1: yes and yeah i'm looking forward to seeing the corn on the cob again it's, they're
0: coming back again
1: it's been a full six episodes since we even heard mention of them
0: yeah it's that's it's a very strange that that's an interesting
1: them way to twice. do that
0: twice and yeah. now they're gonna be like yeah remember these guys they're here still probably <laughs> and, somewhere
1: People are going to be like, no, I don't. <laughs> what happened with them again? But it doesn't matter because they, uh, again, there's nothing to know there, really. <laughs> they don't like the key and they don't like glory.
0: They, they showed up. They basically said, this is our stance on things. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's then all they you need got to know about up us. a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. We're just people. So everyone is much stronger than us.
1: People with face tattoos.
0: People with face tattoos. I mean, they make makeup that covers up that stuff. It's not that bad. (laughs) Oh, jeez.
1: Good times. Michaela, this episode, how did you feel about it? How did you feel about Tough Love in which Buffy turns to stone?
0: (laughs) I think I would also prefer to watch what we actually watched. (laughs) So... Glory's been making a lot of threats, right? Mm -hmm. She's been doing that thing of, oh, I'll kill everyone you love to get to the key. And now she's actually done something to a member of the gang. And so that raises the stakes in a very real way. Yeah, Arguably, they did give Tara more of a character because they gave her the opportunity to air a lot of the fears that she has about her Mm -hmm. relationship with Willow, which... I mean, it's very nice to see. In terms of Buffy and Dawn, uh, that I could kind of do without, to be honest.
1: There isn't that much of it, though. Yeah, And I think it passes pretty inoffensively. Yeah. I liked this episode. I think the writing is right where we need it to be, right where it should be. It's really well done. Bunch of fun fight choreo, too, with Glory versus Buffy and Willow. Got some magic stuff happening that's great. It's really hard to summarize as an episode, as we'll get into with the Teeks review. But uh, it, I really liked it. I think that a lot of things were very much correct about this episode. And it was a good way to get everyone involved because they've got a large cast still, but not have it feel like it's dominated or anyone was shoehorned in necessarily. Yeah. It yeah.
0: feels a lot like, and I think we've d- talked about this before, the beginning of the season, they knew what they wanted to do. And yeah. now it really feels back to that. Like it feels very focused and deliberate and like, we're doing all these things for a purpose, and we had a plan. Then we're implementing the plan now, where in the middle, they got lost a little bit. First, they got lost because they needed to get rid of Riley. Yeah. And then they got lost because they sort of had to tread water while we. they had established Glory. They've established who the key is, but Glory can't find the key, or we have to do basically what we're about to do in the last three episodes much earlier, which doesn't make any sense. And then there also Joyce has to die.
1: Right. I think I would have preferred this season restructured where you move the get rid of the getting rid of Riley stuff entirely or shorten that down incredibly. Make that a background thing. He gets called away. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. No one cared about that. You move (laughs) the Joyce stuff up and then you have the last half of the season be very condensed timeline. Where Glory shows up in the Summer's house and she says, hey, give me the key. I know you know where it is. If you don't, I'll start killing people around you. And then this Tara thing happens like very soon. the after next that. day. Yeah. yeah. She shows up the next day and fucks with Tara. And then that stuff starts really going off. I think that would be like, you need to condense that timeline to make it seem more impactful and more like Glory knows what she's doing.
0: I think the main problem is that they have no choice but to introduce Glory much earlier than they should because they did this bullshit (laughs) add-a-new-character thing and not explain any of it. Mm -hmm. So to have that, you know, initial part of the season where the audience doesn't even know what's going on, you have to introduce Glory whatever episode it was, episode 5 maybe? Mm -hmm. Because otherwise the audience is just supposed to what? Accept (laughs) Dawn (laughs) up to halfway through the season with zero explanation? I
1: think you introduce Glory early on still, but then you just have it where she is around and you see her doing a number of small things without getting into her knowing who the Slayer is even. But then it's hard because you haven't had her interact with any of the main cast.
0: Yeah. And she's just sort of flitting around doing nothing, which doesn't make her seem very scary because we also want her to be scary. Right. Yeah, It's
1: true. It's definitely a tough
0: problem. And it, I think it does end with a few, a few stumbles in the middle. Let's, let's put it that (laughs) way.
1: Uh, it's the main two. It's the getting rid of Riley and then the trying to deal with Joyce's death in a respectful way that they can still operate with. Yeah, yeah. those are the two stumbling blocks for the season. Because again, first seven episodes, they fucking knew what they were doing,
0: and they also spent a lot of time on Spike. Actually, oh if you yeah, think they about did.
1: it, fool for love happens. Yeah,
0: yeah. Out of My Mind is very Spike heavy when he tries to get the chip taken out. And then Fool for Love is is basically a Spike episode. And it's so good. And then they assassinate Spike's character.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thoroughly. (laughs) Really thoroughly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then having intervention. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, that's
1: enough of that. Uh, Before we get to the teaks, what was your favorite outfit from the episode? I'm assuming it's the glory red satin dress.
0: So I was going to go with that. And then I just thought about Willow wearing that floor-length pink dress with that crazy belt and then putting that coat on. Like, <laughs> it was just an okay thing to do. And I just, I couldn't believe any of it. So I think I have to go with that this time.
1: I will certainly support that. Oh, Jesus now.
0: Christ. Teaks. Oh, and Glory wins, obviously. Oh,
1: yeah. Winner, right. Glory, yes. She
0: found the fucking key. <laughs>
1: she found the key. She yeah. tore that wall down. Oh, yeah. it was so good. Man. Okay, Teeks. Taylor Kingston, our favorite IMDb reviewer, titled this episode, The One Where Willow Does Magic? Nope. Or The One Where Willow Gets Mad is what I was actually thinking earlier. No. Nope. Uh, um, no. Okay. The One Where Glory Finds the Key?
0: Nope. <laughs>
1: uh, The oh, One jeeks. Where willow and tara have a fight
0: so you're just dancing around the part of the episode that teeks (laughs) has focused on
1: i can't imagine what that is
0: (laughs) the one where glory sucks tara's mind away
1: okay right yeah (laughs) sure yeah
0: you dance in a big circle around it (laughs) yeah yeah just
1: making sure to leave a lot of space around that that key plot point sure this
0: is something i don't think we've ever seen or ever heard teeks say before
1: Ooh. In th- in
0: this specific way. I'm just going to be really, yeah.
1: Well, my horses are held for now. Let's see if I have to release them.
0: I really love this episode. Ooh. It's the first episode of my favorites that lead up to the season finale. Tix, you're a
1: gift. You're a treasure.
0: You heard the comment there, right?
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
0: everything about that is fantastic
1: (laughs) okay so this wait can you read that again
0: it doesn't make it doesn't make sense i keep reading it
1: read it again
0: it's the first episode of my favorites that lead up to the season finale
1: okay so episodes that lead up to the finale we know that there are three of those this one 20 and 21 Okay yeah. so then it's the f- <laughs> then there is a subset of these that we must postulate there's a subset that is the favorites leading up to the finale so we can choose two of them and then right. this this has the good grace to be the first of the favorites leading up to the finale
0: I think the comma is really throwing me off <laughs> like I'm really reading it with the comma and it makes no sense at Where's all. the comma after favorites.
1: Oh my god! Oh no, that's no good.
0: <laughs> the comma is really messing with me. Yeah, I think you're right, and the comma is just in a very incorrect spot.
1: I love that phrasing so much because oh. I love the, that that sets <laughs> that it proposes.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, so, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's just such a good build up to the end, and it has a really good storyline. Mm-hmm. So then there's a pretty spot on, I would say, synopsis. Ooh. Well done, Teeks. Yeah, no, like, Teeks hits on the strife between Buffy and Dawn and how Dawn could be taken away, and then goes into how Willow and Tara have a big fight. Tara goes to the festival alone and then um, sucks Tara's mind away. And then at the end, Glory discovers that Dawn is the key. So yeah, it's very much nothing about it is is crazy.
1: I mean, other than the first sentence. Yeah,
0: there's that, and there's lots of commas, obviously. Of course. Best part of the episode, everything.
1: Oh damn! Is this <laughs> is this a famed ten out of ten?
0: No, what it's a the nine fuck? out of ten. Ah. <laughs> After all that.
1: This is what I love about Teeks. Always keeps you guessing.
0: You can't can't get in there, right?
1: I can't, no. You'll
0: never really be in the mind of Teeks. Sometimes
1: you can ride it like a surfer riding a wave, but but you're always thrown off. Yep. (laughs) (sighs) Like a surfer riding a whale.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the metaphor that this podcast is going with.
1: (laughs) Okay, well that is, that's delightful. I fucking love that. And then... Shall we go into what happens next time on Buffy?
0: I'm done super lying to you because what? that was mostly to protect you from the, the when the possible multiple robots would happen, right? Right. <laughs> and protect is maybe the wrong word. Okay. So in this particular instance, and I might switch my mind back next week, who's to say, but I'm going to read you this because it sounds like I made it up. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm going to read it to you. And Love it. you don't know, maybe I have made it up. Am I this oh, clever? I don't double
1: know. Double
0: bluff. And maybe it's a double bluff. Okay. So the next episode is called Spiral. Okay. Buffy and the gang decide to flee Sunnydale in Spike's RV to protect Dawn. What? <laughs>
1: you. <laughs> I have so many thoughts right now. I, I am mad about at least two different things at the same time that are contradictory. Because no, I'm Trent. mad. I, I'm mad that that is true, and I'm also mad that that is false. Spike does not have an RV. That, like, that's the clearest thing pointing me to the fact that this is false.
0: Right. On the other hand, it's true. It's insane. On
1: the other hand, (laughs) they have to get away somehow. (laughs) Why not in Spike's (laughs) mythical RV
0: (laughs) What? Yeah, so look forward to that, listeners. I uh, (laughs) I can't
1: process this right now.
0: This is exactly the reaction I was hoping for.
1: Holy bejesus. What's going to (laughs) happen? I don't even know. Okay, well, listeners, if you already know, I'm incredibly jealous. Uh, If you don't, follow along and it'll be the same roller coaster for both of us. I'm so excited. (laughs) Until then, (laughs) you can find this episode up on the Reddit, .reddit buffy.reddit.com. You can reach out to us on email, Hellmouth at gmail.com, or the Facebook page where we'll post all of our delightful pictures and if you want to reach out to Michaela or I personally you can find us on Masquerade spelled M-S-Q-R-D for some reason because fuck vowels, right?
0: Yeah, no. Those Uh, are a waste of time.
1: That's a face-swapping social app owned by Facebook and I'm on there at every face a different shade. Michaela?
0: I'm on there at I want to take his face off. God, no.
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And until next time, farewell well from, from the, the Hellmouth.
0: Welcome to the Hellmouth. We got fun and games. We got everything you want. How do we know the names? We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you got the money,
1: honey, we got your disease. Hellmouth?
0: Hellmouth? Hell Hellmouth?